Megan Fun of Sports is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. You must be 21 or older. Hello, everybody, and welcome on in to the first Megan Fun of Sports of the 2023 season. I am Megan Connolly, joined as always by Megan Gailey. And Megan, um, today's a little bit of a difficult show, I'm sure, for anybody who does shows like our show or other television shows that work in the sports world, um, because what we all witnessed on Monday night with DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills, a very scary sight, and we hope that none of you are offended. We're not gonna spend a lot of time about it, talking about it on the show, but we did wanna lead the show today just expressing our thoughts and prayers towards Damar Hamlin, his teammates, his family, all of those around the NFL who love Damar. We really, um, we're pulling for him. We are sending warm wishes and just the overwhelming amount of support that we've seen on social media and elsewhere towards Damar Hamlin, his charity, and all of all of those good, good things. Um, there was a report today that things are trending in the positive direction, Damar Hamlin showed some positive signs. So we really are, we're praying for him and sending him all the love. Yeah, there has been, this really transcends sports. Um, I I know there were questions about fantasy football, my fantasy football league, the two people in the championship have said, we'll just split the money. And then I was in the semifinal splitting the money. Okay, we're all grown ups. We can move on from fantasy football. There's bigger things happening. There was an incredibly emotional video uh, all across the league, but specifically from Mike Tomlin that came out. Um, and if I'm getting giving praise to the Steelers, you know this transcends sports. Um, he has known Demar since he was a teen, grew up in the Pittsburgh area. Um, despite being highly recruited all over the country, decided to stay in Pittsburgh and play in his hometown so he could be close to his mom and his toddler brother. Um, and I think there's just been so many wonderful things that have been said about him, and we hope he's able to make a full recovery to get back to being the amazing person that he was on and off the field. Um, and with that, we're going to take a short break, and then we'll be back with morons and menches and all of that stuff. Have you been betting with the Caesar Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, keep it up because every bet earns with Caesar's rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and so much more. And if not, well, when you get started, your first bet is on Caesars. Register with promo code OmahaFull. That's O-M-A-H-A-F-U-L-L and place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. But if you don't, you'll get your stake right back as a free bet. Must be 21 plus. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with an eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit $1,250 must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. 
Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Wyoming, and Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Okay, everybody, we are back. Megan, thank you so much for joining us here today. I'm so excited about this year. I'm especially excited about this year because it's kicking off with a bang. We here at Megan Fun of Sports and all of us here at Extra Points, we are hitting the road. We're going to Vegas this week for Extra Points Live. Palooza. I can't wait to see you in person. I can't wait to see Eddie in person. And then you are I can't performing. believe it's already here. I truly can't. I know. Because here's the thing. It's like the new year happens and then people are like, dry January. And it's like, you know what really goes in the face of dry January? <laughs> Going to Vegas the first weekend of the year. <laughs> and for you, I feel like this is the way to kick off the year because... You famously have taken your baby to Vegas, what, three two, times now? Two, Four three times. times? Yes, yes. Three times. He's not even a year old yet. I think he's eight months, nine months, yep. something like that. Um, so this is really the way for you and your family to kick off the new year. I am going sans husband, sans baby. So it's just going to be Mama Meg going. You hear that, fellas? You hear yeah. that? She's yeah. she's yeah. on the loose. Obviously, on the loose in Vegas. And I've been on the loose in Vegas before. Um, I will be performing at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club in Vegas on Sunday night. You can visit the club website or I believe Vegas.com for those tickets. Yes, Vegas.com. This is a big deal. We are presented by Crown Royal and um, yeah, Megan's going to tear the house down. Um, We will also be doing a watch party at the Kimmel Comedy Club on Sunday. You can watch all week 18 games with us from 10 to 4.30 and then, you know, go grab some dinner and come back and see the show at 8 p.m. There will be a meet and greet and live podcast at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club in Vegas Monday, January 9th from 2 to 3.30 and then immediately after you can stay again for the national championship. Um, Since we're mentioning it, 
it is set and it is going to be TCU and Georgia. One of those I think we expected, one of those not so much. And the way that both of these semifinals came about was very dramatic. Oh, extremely dramatic. And we're going to get to college football later in our show because, man, the year started with a bang with Ohio State losing in the fashion that they did lose. But let's kick off our show the way we always do with our morons and our menches of the week. I will start in the spirit of New Year's. Everybody is getting back into shape. And listen, uh -huh. I... I don't care if it only lasts for a month. It is the thought that counts for everybody. Mm -hmm. Getting back in the gym, even though it is annoying, all the New Year's resolution people, I say stick to it. You know, we all need a fresh start. And if you decide to do it on March 1st, or if you decide to do it on January 1st, I am still tipping my cap to you. So my moron of the week is Equinox. Because Equinox, a very fancy gym that I could never afford to be a part of, they decided that this January they're not participating and they're not letting people join for their New Year's resolution. I think this is pretentious. I think this is ridiculous. And you know what, Equinox, anybody who really cares about getting in shape doesn't want to go to your gym anyways. So wow. I will be at Planet Fitness, not oh. at Equinox. Thank you, you very know, much. I still am paying $10 a month to a Planet Fitness in <laughs> Hell's Kitchen um, a neighborhood in New York I have not lived in in eight years. I've been paying $10 a month. They will not, they will what? not. Planet Fitness, you have to go to this specific place in person to cancel it. So if someone is in Hell's Kitchen and would like to go to Planet Fitness as me, knock yourself out. Well, I'm going to New York. I go once a month. So okay, next time I'm in New York, I will go as you and I will record the whole thing and we can use it for content was on this video. There was also a really funny TikTok I saw of a girl who was like, I'm wearing my cute outfits. I'm going to Equinox. I have my hair done. Nothing is happening. And all of these gay men were like, who's going to tell her? Like, yeah, the men at Equinox are gay, I think is what they were implying. My husband has an Equinox membership. So is he Equinox going? is bougie. No. Yeah. They've got like keels in the... In the I, yeah, I've had nice times there. The one in Glendale, there, we're, we live close to the one in Glendale and the one in Pasadena, and you will see men in dress pants. It's like they came right from the BMW lot to work out there. I don't Megan, have nice I, enough workout clothes to work out at Equinox. I love like, you have to clothes. be. I know I do too, but I don't have like the matching sets. Yeah, but you're hot, so it's fine. Mm, not you could go in out. and... Lots I mean, of sweat. You have Thank lashes you. on right now, and I'm sorry. I, I do. Didn't I've been working. It. I've been practicing to put on fake eyelashes, getting ready for this Vegas trip. Wait, you didn't. You're not shooting anything today, but this. You're just practicing. No, I'm just practicing putting on my fake eyelashes. Wow, maybe you can do mine for me. Um, okay, so my moron. I actually have two morons and no mentions. I'm doing whatever I want this year, okay? So okay. my first moron is LeBron James. And LeBron mm. tweeted positively towards Deshaun Watson this weekend and, and faced backlash. And this is not the first time he's done this. And I know this is not the first time because I reply to him every single time. You have a school of children looking up to you. And I don't think it's one of these things that's a blind spot for him. You know how people will have like pretty good opinions and then they're like, yeah, this one thing, I, I'm from here. And I, I, I don't think that's what it is. I honestly think he is actively trolling 
female fans at this point. And I don't like it. And I think that LeBron has gotten so much support from women, especially, that mm-hmm. it's starting to feel like a one-way support street. And I don't like to speak ill of him because I do think he puts a lot of good out into the world, but it is very disappointing. I think that's very... Yeah, he deserves to be the moron of the week. Okay, Don't tweet you. about Deshaun Watson like this. No, text him. Really? I know you have his number. If you like him so much, be his friend and text him then. Yeah, please don't do it publicly. Don't make this okay to support a race. And the Browns suck. It's like they're not they're not going to make the playoffs. Like, what is the point? Exactly. Uh, Eddie, do you have a moron this week? I do. Um, I had... Ooh. I had two in mind, and I switched it uh, last minute because a new story just came out today, and it's infuriating me. So my original ones quickly were the Winter Classic. Probably didn't see it. NHL normally does a pretty good job promoting stuff. Did not do a good job with this one. The Penguin Bruins were the, the, the same exact uniform but reversed. Also, minor complaint that these teams have been in it for five times total, um, which is too much. There's other teams get them involved. So that was going to be it. Then I also went to the Rose Bowl. Miserable job by the Rose Bowl parking lot. I mean, an hour plus to get in, over an hour plus to get out of there. You may get parked in the parking lot, uh, the, the golf course, uh, since there's really no parking lot there. I mean, I just feel like there's got to be a better way. I understand this. Is, it's a, the town of Pasadena. It doesn't really, it's not really equipped for that, but it was just brutal to get in and out of there. But a uh, great day overall, but I don't want to take away from that. But this is by far the, the moron of the week for me is SoFi Stadium. Now, SoFi is a, a beautiful place. It's like every time I'm there, I'm like going, wow, this is incredible. I love it. We've, I've been lucky enough to be in a suite there. We've had great seats there. Just a great place to hang out and, and watch a ball game. The problem is, though, that there's one lot to tailgate at, and that's the pink lot, and the, the, the cost is exorbitant. It's more than the price of the ticket or for admission. Now for the national championship game, oh, yeah, it's brutal. For the national championship game, and I've heard they, they've done this before with soccer matches there because they don't want fans to get too rowdy. Um, for TCU Georgia, which has no natural rivalry, obviously, outside of this game, they're banning tailgating uh, entirely for this. And to me, football, like a large part of it, uh, growing up, I did it all the time. It, it, you know, you go there early the minute the, the, the gates open, you have your hot dogs, you have your, uh, your beverages, and then you go enjoy the game and you go home, whatever. I think that it just takes away so much from the atmosphere and makes it so lame. It's like this corporate feel that it, I think, look, so far you've nailed everything, but this is a bad job by you. They have to figure it out how to just incorporate tailgating. I don't know what the reasoning is. I don't know why they want it for the national championship game to take away such a fun aspect is bad. And again, having only one lot to begin with is just so lame. It's as lame as could be. And I understand the limited parking and whatnot, but I just feel like you want to have it's not football anymore. It's just becoming a, it's like an entertainment, uh, a few hours inside of this way too expensive stadium. So, um, yeah, bad job. I so far you get my more of the week. I also, think ta- you can't ban tailgating for college. That's football what I was while tailgating say. is synonymous with football in general. Like these people in Georgia and Texas, they take tailgating to the next level. I think the tailgate might be even more important to the game. Yes. Especially when you're, I remember in college, it was like most of my friends would tailgate and then go back home you know like wouldn't even go to the game nfl tailgating is is what it is i i I think it's much less than than college i yeah i wonder what it is i wonder what it is maybe inglewood didn't want it i can't see it though need to hear the those georgia fans need to march up 
to Englewood, whoever's in charge, the mayor of Englewood's office, and start woo 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 like start barking at him. Oh, you know, wow. Because um, okay. that's what those yeah. Georgia fans do. Have you seen them around LA? Like they're are they there? You will. No, I've been seeing I've been seeing Penn State and Utah fans, mm-hmm. but they'll. Oh, that's but unfortunate. I, but I know that the oh yeah, I ate dinner next to two Utah fans, and then. Yeah, I, I, there was a man. We were at a nice steakhouse, and and he was a Utah fan, and he had Crocs on, which is like fine, whatever. I've worn Crocs, Crocs are in, back. Yeah, I've worn Crocs in first class. I'm not anti Crocs, but he had those really, and I'm guessing this is why he was wearing the Crocs. He had those really swollen feet that mm. like also were like red, and it was just. Mm. I don't know. It was t- and and the thing is, I was looking at his feet and mm-hmm. thinking, and it was pouring rain. So I'm staring at his feet, thinking, I think this is a bad while you're eating your steak for the state of Utah. In a steakhouse. Yeah. So you're staring at gross, swollen feet inside of Crocs while you're eating. Well, this your was steak actually nice this this was actually outside. This and if you have to edit this out, this is fine. This, I actually saw his feet outside because I was um, smoking a little bit of a. Um, for New Year's, and he, he, crusty feet man, had the audacity to look at me like I was wrong. Mm, no, whoever has crusty feet, and when they're out and about, you are always <laughs> is, wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're Maybe wrong. get some CBD oil and rub them on those feet, sir, and we wouldn't be in this predicament, okay? He can't. He's from Utah. Okay, so here is my second moron, and I'm sure Eddie's not going to like this, but it is Kayvon Thibodeau, who I do like. Mm. Who I think has had a, a, a very impressive season, and I think will do, go on to do great things for the Giants. And it's been well document, documented on the show that I am a closeted Giants fan. Mm-hmm. What I'm referencing is the the hit on Nick Foles, and then he did the Snow Angels, and and I think there's a world where he has said he did not see that he was hurt. Um, Nick Foles is now out for the season, which is only one more game, so I, you know I don't want to make it too dramatic, but is injured. I think pretty badly and then Kayvon Thibodeau went to the sideline and continued celebrating by doing the sleep like pantomime and it's like there's a man on the ground surrounded by medical staff I, I know you knew when you were on the sideline doing rockabye baby lullaby vibes that you knew he was out at that point so I don't like that he's not owning up that he did it and he's not taking accountability and he's not even saying sorry he's saying I didn't know and it's like there's no way you didn't know and I think in light of what happened on Monday and you know I'm pro celebration I love celebrations but we gotta take a little bit of a beat and and if you see an entire training staff out on the field maybe it's not sleepy time now Eddie I don't want to give this more on without giving you a chance to explain to me if I'm wrong so please join us if you have a rebuttal i i think you're i mean you're right um i definitely think he started doing the celebration not knowing he was injured i I think there's a point where he turns and sees he might have been in some pain some discomfort and then doing the sleep thing is over the top i'm not sure if the sleep thing was directed towards falls or just the fact that like the Colts we game, it's, all, it's over. The Giants are going to be the Colts. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm not just saying it's because he's a, a Giants player, but I'm okay with 
like I'm not in love with the idea of every NFL player being friends and the swapping jerseys. And it, it makes it kind no, of, I, I, sure. I like rivalries. I like yes. animosity. I mean, if we look at football from the 60s, 70s, you know, 80s onward, it was tough. It was physical. Players didn't care for each other. It was a nasty game. It's a violent game. I know over time, the NFL has obviously switched into a league that's, uh, and, and rightfully so, that cares more about player safety, um, especially with hits to the quarterback. But, um, yeah, I mean, Thibodeau probably just was juiced up. He was glad he had a good game again, and uh, he was wrong there. But I, I'm not going to get upset over it. If it's happened to my team, it's like, hey, I'd rather the players hate each other than love each other. So, um, yeah, I, I think you're totally right for being upset by it. I just wish he could have been like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. And he, and he, and As he a Colts fan, that. you should be upset. You don't have to explain yourself. As a well, Colts and you fan, know what you else? You know who I'm actually more upset with is the offensive line. Because it's like, if you see your quarterback lying there and Snow Angels, I actually think Snow Angels is like a really fun celebration. I and I don't want to take cute. away from that. It's very cute, especially around Christmas. And if and you see that, because then afterwards, I, I heard offensive linemen being like, yeah, that's trash. It's like, you didn't do anything, though. No, and I think that. that just speaks to how checked out they all are. So um, I'm more upset with the Colts offensive line. Again, they've been my unanimous morons all season than I am with Kayvon Thibodeau because they actually, they, they have, uh, let me, let me take, I found the word. They have an obligation to stick up for their quarterback. Okay. Sorry. I'm off my high horse now. All right. I'm going to go with my mention of the week. Um, I struggled to find a mensch this week, but it really just, it, it kind of hit me. So I was heavily invested in um, the 49ers beating the Raiders because Jarrett Stidham was filling in for Derek Carr as the starting quarterback. And I am familiar with Jarrett Stidham because he was with the Patriots when I was there. And I just really didn't think he was very good. Now, okay. it turns out that I was dead wrong because Jarrett Stidham came out and had a great game, but... The mensch of the week is Jared Stidham's wife, Kennedy Stidham. The cameras kept going up to capture her in the booth, holding oh, yeah. her little baby, Lennon Love. And she is my mensch of the week because she is stunning. She is beautiful. I've been obsessed with her for a very, very long time. And I'm so glad that the rest of the world finally gets to meet Kennedy in the way that I've known her via Instagram for the last three years. Okay, great. I think that's... How old was the baby? Oh, the baby is uh, probably like Conrad's age. Maybe a little oh. older than Conrad. Oh, Very cute baby. Sweetie pie, little sweetie pie. And she is... She is hot. The baby. Both the baby. I mean, come on. Yeah, With the name like Lennon Love, you're going to be hot. Lennon right? Love. I also think you do not need to um, backtrack that he may not be very good. He, he still may not be very good. You know, yeah, yeah, but you know what? At least we get the shots up of his wife in the yeah. booth. I love yeah, her. they look like a classic Southern couple. Um, oh, okay. yeah, they got married real young. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Love Jesus. Um, Eddie, do you have a mensch this week? Yeah, I do, and I didn't want to pick a uh, a Giants one because uh, like they you know they win and get in the, get in the playoffs. It's not about that. It's more about this overarching point I've been trying to make, uh, especially on minus three, and I've said it a few times on this show and other shows on the network. But you know. 
be, being patient with quarterbacks in the NFL does pay off. And uh, we've seen a lot of guys, Josh Allen comes to mind, even too, obviously outside of the injuries this year, guys where you just invest the time in, you, you make the roster better and you get coaching that works well with them. It's not a coach that forces his system on the quarterback. And we're seeing that now with Brian Dayball and Daniel Jones, obviously Jones leading them to the playoffs. And he was a guy that had a pretty good rookie year. Then obviously bad coaching hit them. The Giants roster was not great. And this year with good coaching and not so great of a roster. I mean, they, were, they literally have practice squad wide receivers. Um, the addition of Saquon being healthy, obviously, is a huge plus. But the offensive line has been a little underwhelming, too. And Jones has found a way either with his arm or with his legs to get the job done and be just super efficient, um, super secure with the football, which is a, a problem that has plagued him. And it just goes to show that you don't need to just, you know, tank and pray you're going to get a Patrick Mahomes type quarterback in the draft because it's just not likely. And I, I think that this era of NFL is very based on like quarterback means the most. And we kind of forget you have to build a good roster and you have to have a good coaching staff, uh, a good support system around him. And I'm just proud of the Giants. I'm proud of Daniel Jones. And especially after seeing what Dayball put Jones through in the offseason where he said he purposely was calling plays and doing things to make him agitated and to work against him. And he said that Jones passed the test. He overcame that. And just, um, you know, I, I was there when he was drafted. It was pretty awesome to meet him. And I'm just happy for the guy. I'm happy for my team. But, it, again, it just goes to show that, like, tanking and trying to find a quarterback through college – um, and, and replacing him after a season, a season and a half, two years, isn't always a smart move. And uh, hopefully this is a case study in that. So um, Brian Dayball, Dalen Jones, you get my mention of the week. All right. Well, this is a very interesting topic because, you know, Megan um, has a lot of questions for her team at the quarterback position. And Eddie seems to have a lot of answers. I actually have some, some questions for Eddie. And we're going to dive into that when we talk about our, our NFL our NFL uh, week that was. So let's take a quick break and we will be right back. Um, we are back. Shout out to Eddie, who was the extra points big winner this week. Him and Martin um, got 10 right. I had eight. Megan had seven. Ooh, Megan, we're going to come down to, it's going to come down to the wire between you and I. I think I'm like And we'll be together back. to experience Ooh. this. Wow, 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 wow. Yes, um, we will. Okay, um, so take it away. You know you have your question. I do have my question. Congratulations to Eddie, his Giants making the playoffs for the what? The first time since 2016, I believe it was. So, so this is very exciting for Eddie. And, you know, he brings up some really valid points about Daniel Jones, about Brian Dable, about, you know, you're not going to get a Patrick Mahomes Um just through the draft. And, you know, this is interesting for our podcast because, Megan, you know, your franchise has tried to do everything that it possibly can with quarterbacks. And you've had average quarterbacks and it hasn't worked out. And we've learned from you that if you are one piece away and that one piece is the quarterback, it could haunt your franchise for years to come. Yeah. And it is very sad. So, Eddie, I texted you that I have a question for you. And I texted you this on Sunday. And I've saved this question for this moment right now. So, the Giants are going to have a decision to make with Daniel Jones. They're either sure. going to have to extend him and uh, or they're going to have to move on. And the Baltimore Ravens, they also have a quarterback where they have a decision to make. And I know that you've put on social media that you would die for Daniel Jones. And I know that you just gave Daniel Jones and Brian Dable your mensch of the week. But... Would you like Lamar Jackson or do you want to extend Daniel Jones? 
I would just keep Daniel Jones. Um, you know, Lamar, I mean, Lamar is an MVP, which is going to make him more expensive. So right off the bat, that's the big, you know, win in the Daniel Jones column. Um, plus, Saquon Barkley is going to be afraid and they have to sign him. So money is uh, paramount in this uh, equation. Lamar Jackson, again, not say I love Lamar Jackson. If Daniel Jones had a poor season, this is not even a question. But Dayball improved and, and Mike Kafka too, to give him credit, uh, you know, Dayball in, in Buffalo made Josh Allen what he is today. Now he's do a similar type quarterback. You know, Jones has less of an arm than Josh Allen, but he's improving him as well. Again, with a pretty poor offensive line outside of Andrew Thomas and literally all practice squad receivers. The, the Ravens haven't really wowed anyone this year. Um, obviously, Lamar is a big difference there because when Huntley's in, uh, they're averaging like 13 points a game. We just saw them lose to the Steelers. They, I, they just struggled to score uh, score points. Uh, Lamar has been getting injured a lot lately at the end of mm-hmm. seasons, two seasons in a row. And I just think like you ha- like, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. Like what you have is going, it's going well. So just keep everything the same and as add pieces. Um, so yeah, it, it may be a lame answer, but I, I think I would stick with, uh, with Jones just because so of you want to the money. I would extend him. Definitely not franchise tag him, but I would definitely extend him. And I think you can get him way cheaper than you can get Lamar Jackson. Oh, obviously you can get them cheaper, but I just That's think what if I were a Giants though. fan, which I'm not a Giants fan, but if I were a Giants fan, I um, would look at this team and say, you know, we should go get Lamar Jackson. And Megan, maybe you could add to so the conversation because... I need because- a quarterback. The Colts need a quarterback. What's kind of giving me uh, heart palpitations is that so many teams need a quarterback. Like yes. it, it feels like this quarterback carousel. I've had people texting me like, "Get ready for the Derek Carr era," and and that may like we may not even be lucky enough to get Derek Carr. Like, there's gonna be a lot of guys on the move, and it's really hard to say who's good right now. That's why I think if you're a Giants fan, you should just get Lamar, right? No. Because I I'm think in Eddie. a couple years, you look back at this and you say, remember when Daniel Jones had that one year and we should have moved on? We should have got Lamar. He was right there. We could have got him. Otherwise, he's going to end up like you. I just see, waiting for I, a quarterback. I think, you, I think you chase quarterbacks and you, and that's a dangerous game. I think if you got somebody that, that feels like they're not going to lose you games, then you're in like the top half of the NFL right now. And I know that's so sad. And I, and I, and I think it, it just seems like there's a lot of bad quarterbacks I and there's a lot Daniel of Jones good teams that need them. Yeah. Serviceable. Yeah. Do I think he is, you know, the future that's going to lead you to the Super Bowl? No, but maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I could be very wrong on this, but with like a, a treat hanging there that is Lamar Jackson right there oh eddie's I back think- eddie's but back can i just ask what makes you think lamar is that guy and daniel jones is not I, that, that's my point about my mensch is that i think that like people in the nfl think you need you need to have the nfl mvp to win a super bowl and that's not always the case and we've seen time and time again where as long as you have a good roster a good foundation and most importantly a good coaching which the ravens have obviously hardball and they're and they draft extreme probably the best drafting team in the entire nfl uh over the last decade or so and I just feel like people discounting Daniel Jones, like they don't look at who the coach was and who the people around him. And then when you improve that, he's better. It's like, huh, I wonder why. So that's why I don't agree with that stance. I just think Daniel Jones is fine. And I think a couple of years from now, Giants fans will regret that they didn't upgrade the position. That's all I'm saying. I, well, I would take that He's bet. had a very good season. I, would I take look that forward bet. to All right, we'll take the bet. We'll be here and 
I hope. Um, and I'm knocking on wood. And and we'll see who was right. And that'll be exciting. And I bet the Colts will still not have a quarterback. So it's like I'm just sitting here <laughs> being like, wow, that's some, this is a fun game you guys get to play. Um, the Packers, wow. I mean, we have been down and out and, and not just – like I, I did keep saying it feels like they're going to turn it around but then it was like it kept getting later and later and later and later and later and, and a month and a half like ago I put in a bet at plus 340 that the Packers would make it to the playoffs and, and I and mean it, I threw 20 bucks on it but it could hit no it absolutely could they uh, they beat the Vikings 41 to 17 um Jefferson was, was absolutely shut down and there's been talk about like can he play outside and blah 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 they were at Lambeau um and and so they have a chance to make it to the playoffs now they need to win and they get in I wonder if this is what happens when you do mushrooms there's just like that lull period right like Aaron Rod- or maybe, what did he do? Not mushrooms. He did ayahuasca. Ayahuasca mushrooms are all in the same family. If after ayahuasca, there's a lull period where you're discovering yourself and then eventually you can write the ship. I don't think it's any of the drugs. I don't think it's any of the sage. I don't think it's any of the not showering and using vinegar as shampoo. I think it's just this guy is a veteran. He's an MVP. And... A lot of teams are falling apart, and this yeah. season is long, too long. I, you know, I was out like three weeks ago, and and some of that is my own pity party. But at the end of the day, if the cream needs to rise, he's the cream, and so he is annoying. He does do stuff that makes no sense, but. He, he is a great quarterback, and there are teams everywhere falling apart, just having catastrophic meltdown. What was I saying? Catastrophic meltdowns, and and they're not that good. Even the Packers, they're just kind of like good yeah. enough while while the world is burning around them. And when Kirk Cousins throws three, four interceptions, anybody can win, right? That's, that's yeah. He's the Vikings a, are a mess too. Kirk Cousins is like a comedian that like a TikTok comedian like it's like you're killing in some spaces and you are bombing everywhere else like you it's really confusing um your patriots won over the dolphins now the big story of that game is tua tua i think it's safe to say is struggling with his third concussion of the season I, CJ and I were having this conversation. He was like, well, he'll be back. And I'm like, I don't know. I, like, no, I think there's back. a world where he meets with a neurologist in the off season and they say, you can't play football anymore. So I think he will be back for next season. He's done for this year, obviously. I think that's, that's it and that's over. And the only reason I say that I, I think he'll be back is because I've watched the two of features um, revolving around his family. And yeah. it just seems like football is the only Life. option for them. Um, and it has but he's done it for he, so he, long. But, but he made it to the league. Like, I, I, I don't know. It just, it's three in a year is really, oh, it's scary. really dangerous. And he's so young too, that this isn't, um, yeah. And, and, and his brother is going to be coming up and I, I think has aspirations for the league. It's just definitely not playing anymore. I, I think there's a world where we do not see him. I think they're, I, I, okay. 
and, there could and be. You're, yeah. you're making a good point that like that's just not how he's wired. I think he is going to get medical advice over the off season that says do not play football anymore. And you could and be whether, very right, and, and, and that might be the best thing for him. Yes. Um, in um, the stinkiest division, the Jaguars and the Titans, it's going to come down to this game on Sunday. Whoever wins. I can't wait gets, to watch it with you. Ugh. I don't want to. Because when that. you're watching this Titans team square off against this Jaguars team for the division, as a Colts fan, you have to look at this and just be like, what the hell? I like, know. Are we. I know. Are we joking right now? Yep. Are we yep. joking right now? And this also brings back a lot of PTSD because at this week last year, all mm-hmm. your Colts had to do was beat the terrible Jacksonville Jaguars who were tanking anyways and they were the worst team in the league yeah. in Jacksonville and they punched their ticket to the playoffs and Jacksonville put on a clinic against your Colts. And maybe there's some curse that they put on the Colts. We could look back at this in 2025 when Eddie and I no, meet up. The curse was people that I was booing right Andrew Luck. That was the curse. The curse was these hillbillies booing Andrew Luck. Okay. Um, I will be rooting for the Jaguars. I don't like the Titans, and I don't like Vrabel. I don't like their uniforms. I don't like. I I don't like any. I don't like Derrick Henry. Do you like Derrick Henry? I do like Derrick Henry, and okay, I like his good. pony. And I like his ponytail. Um, but I don't like anything else. And the Jaguars are so they feel like a fictional team, like yes. zero fan base. The Urban Meyer stuff. I couldn't name two players. Um, and so it's like, yeah, that's fun. But it, it's salt in the wound of like, this division is so bad. It was there for the taking. And we just pooped our pants every which way. Um, Joshua Dobbs will be the starting quarterback for Tennessee. Um, and he actually looked pretty good when he played on Thursday night football. Uh, so I don't know. Men? I think, I feel like this is a, this is a game where uh, Tennessee could win with Joshua Dobbs and it would be terrible. I'd rather see Trevor Lawrence in the playoffs then Dobbs, um, I with I'm with you. I am also cheering for Jacksonville, even though I do like Mike Vrabel. I just don't think this Titans team deserves to be in. And I think the Trevor Lawrence rebuilding thing is is kind of fun. So I'd like to see them. Um, what what other storylines are you going to be watching? You know, we're down to the wire. The the Lions still have a chance in if they beat the Packers and the Seahawks lose. Somehow the Steelers still have a chance because they squeaked one out on Sunday Night Football over the Ravens. Uh, the Chargers are still in the mix. A, a lot of a lot of teams. Is is there anything sticking out for you? Well, the biggest thing that I will be watching is the first week of the NFL right before we kicked off football season. I put in all my season futures, and I put in a future for the Bears to have the worst record in the league. And the Mm. Bears got off to a little bit of a surprising start, and Justin Fields was obviously a star for a while, especially with fantasy football during the season. And now the Texans and the Bears are going head-to-head to see who will have the first draft pick, who will have the worst record, who will win me money or mm-hmm. lose me money. Mm-hmm. So I really need the, I really need the Texans to beat your Colts. So that and here's I can the win thing: some money off of this. Megan, and listen, I, we'll be I together. I can no, buy you I a drink. 
I think it's going to happen because I think the Texans have fight in them. And I think the Colts are so hopelessly lost and have given up and don't even want to be there. And at this point, best case scenario is some guys that don't usually get to play, get some eyes on them and, and get some tape and are able to prove some things. I think that's the only I, I want I want the Colts to lose. Like it's like okay, what, are, what, what are we playing for? And you love Especially, Lovey, so this will work out great. Yes, I I love Lovey. Um, it's what if they tie again? We bookend the season with tie zero that zero. Would be great. It'd be great. <laughs> it's, this oh, would be great. It's um, I also have to ask year. you: Did you see Tom Brady making out with his son again? I definitely saw photos of it. And as and, a mother now, does this hit you a different way? Well, I kiss Conrad on the lips all the time. Well, I know, but he's a he's a baby. Yeah, I I think uh, uh, it's he's trolling us. He's already we've already made fun of him kissing his kid, and now he's like, oh yeah, you liked that. Now we're gonna be shirtless. Like he's doing this to make fun of us. I wonder to what extent this like makes the kid get made fun of with his friend group. Oh, that's who I worry about because I think you're right. Brady is trolling us. He obviously knows that we all ripped him for the Brady documentary where he kissed his son on the lips. But now it's to the point where I feel bad for his son because his son is definitely getting made fun of for this. No question. Um, are you going to be buying a ticket to see 80 for Brady? Oh, 80 for Brady. I I think we should maybe go together to see 80 for Brady. So and I also think that this gives us hope for our future as two aging football fans. Jimmy for Jimmy. Are- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and I, when we are 80 years old and we have big saggy hooters, we can do a little shimmy for Jimmy but- action and they can make a documentary about us. First of all, we're going to outlive Jimmy. Women always laugh. I worked at a retirement community. I know the stats. There's like 10 women for every one man. And they're like, well, you know, bud, he can still walk. And so they all like flock to him. 80 for Brady. I love old people. Love them. You do. Book club, you do. CNN, and babies. Palms. Yes. And 80 for Brady. It, it, it's not speaking to me. It's not. It, it has. Not, I don't think it's for us. <laughs> what audience is it for? Because I think the old oh, no, lady football fan audience is quite small. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I have an aunt who likes Tom Brady a lot. Maybe it's for her. My one aunt. My aunt. Kathy. I do want to go just to see who's in the theater. Yeah. This is like when I went to see Draft Day, the movie, um, with my dad in the theater. And the theater was funny. It was like us. <laughs> and then like an elderly black man. <laughs> From your experience in nursing homes, is there a lot of action going on? And by action, you know, you know what I mean. So I, um, I worked at a retirement community, a nursing home. I think of as someone who, like that, that's for actually any age. Like if you are in a bad car accident and, and so that has more of a hospital vibe. Now this was a continuing care retirement community. So you could move in at independent living and go all the way up to 24 hour care. And people really do talk about the action. There was, there's just honestly not enough men. But we did, yeah, there were some, there were some Alzheimer's patients who were getting down, getting down and forgetting that they were getting down. And so then they would get down like too quick. Again and again. again and again and yeah. again. Yeah. I've heard yeah. that about, um, old people living areas that there's a lot but there's, of getting down going on. There's just not enough men. And like the men that there are, they're like, they, they don't have it anymore. So I don't know. I, I think our generation, it's going to be retirement community girl on girl. 
lady on lady. It could I be. Think that's, it could be. Yeah. I yeah, think they'll be more be. acceptable when we get to that age. I do think this could be a good date night movie for the older population. 80 for Brady. Yeah. We gotta go Brady. see it. We have okay. to. Um, 71 <laughs> for Donovan Mitchell. So close. Only nine away. Um, he is on my husband's fantasy team, so he was thrilled about that. And... Oh, we're moving on NBA. This is crazy yeah. that Donovan Mitchell put up 71 because just oh, last yeah. week when we were recording the show, we were like, Luca, oh my God, put on a clinic. He's unbelievable. And then Jokic one-ups him and we're like, oh, we kind of forgot about Luca. And then Donovan Mitchell says, screw all of you. I'm putting I'm up 71. That was yeah. nuts. Yes. Who um, is going to win the MVP in the NBA this year? Because there are so many candidates. Gosh, I don't even... I, I hope it's Giannis, because he's my king. Um, and he's on my fantasy team, and I just love him so much. But, yeah, you bring up a, a fair point. It, it could be... I, I think we're going to have to see more of the season and, and how the teams do. Um, unfortunately, Zion is out for three weeks. A One of my Mensch's candidates, it, she didn't make the cut because I realized it was a story from a while ago, but um, Zion has given credit to assistant Pelicans coach Teresa Weatherspoon um, and saying, like, she was really helpful in in supporting him and talking him through when people were being critical of his weight and that she was able to be there for them because she is a woman. And because as a woman, people are much more critical of our appearance and our weight. And so she was able to empathize and go, yeah, you know that terrible float they made you know I was always against this I was against the body shaming of Zion and and he's been playing well unfortunately he's going to be out for a few weeks I I hope three weeks is three weeks in the NBA you know it's not a ton of time you don't want this to like continue down the path of now he's Anthony Davis Mm -hmm. um where he misses significant time every year but I am happy for Zion I think he looks great he seems to be having fun and I was thrilled to hear that he felt like he had support within the organization. And you know what? Uh, you know what, Zion? Just don't join an Equinox on Jan- in January. You can't no. do it. You can't do it. You cannot do it. Um, he Paolo also Bank loves Car- his little brother, too. I, I do love Zion. Love. I really yeah. do love Zion. Sweet. Um, Sweet the Celtics got smashed last night, and they seem to be sort of um, finding their level. They started the season on a real high. And then they they won four straight, and last night just got run off the court by the Oklahoma City Thunder of all teams. Good news coming out of Orlando is that Paolo Bancaro won the Rookie of the Month award. Very bright spot for the Orlando Magic, and this is exciting. They recently got into um, a player altercation with the Detroit Pistons and have had a lot of players suspended. Um, So once that clears up, I think the Magic will be smooth sailing once again. Um, My Pacers, oh, they're flying high. A lot of fun videos coming out. Buddy Heald scored a three-pointer without even dribbling. He, like, got the tip. It was the fastest three-pointer in Pacers history, and this is a team that has Reggie Miller um, in, in the vault. And 
and then there was this video, I tweeted it, of Tyrese Halliburton's dad going up to Buddy and being like, I told you to stop dribbling and you listened to me and it worked. And Tyrese Halliburton's dad is holding a white baby. And I don't know who this baby is. I don't know where this baby came from. Like it is full white. There, there, this baby is not biracial, full white baby. And Mr. Halliburton has it and I love it. Um, there was a video that came out last night of Rick Carlisle doing a handshake with Buddy Heald. They're just so feel good. I love to imagine them going to the mall together, getting Sparrow, getting a pretzel, maybe asking each other's advice on jeans they should buy. They're young, they're cute. They all got to take a- Yeah, they all got to take a plus one um, on this latest road trip. Six in the East, and they keep saying, keep watching, we're doing something special here. And the Colts are so (laughs) upsetting that like my Pacers love is just off the charts right now. I can tell your face lights up when you talk about the Pacers. I love them. I love them like my sons. And it's been tough. It's been tough for the Pacers fans. So. Oh yeah, and they had they've been having sellouts. Last year they had the lowest attendance and now they are selling out games and I think that is so incredible. I'm, I'm absolutely so thrilled to hear that. Um, moving to college football as we as we referenced at the top of the show, the Did National you watch Ch- these games? So I watched um, a lot of the Georgia-Ohio State game. I saw the mm-hmm. end of it. I'm really worried about Riggles. I don't think Riggles can go back to that campus. This is the, I'm referring to the Ohio State field goal kicker. Oh boy. I mean, pure nerves. Really set, like, I. And it, it happened literally the second the clock struck midnight here yeah. on the East Coast. Yeah. Um, I was at a restaurant, as, as I mentioned, Krusty Foot, Utah man, and the restaurant like erupted and cause it, it was, it was on. And this is, yeah, this is a nice steakhouse on New Year's Eve and people were like glued to the TV. I feel bad for Ruggles. I can't even believe Ohio State came back in that game. I do wish that a big 10 team was in the championship. I just do. I'm a I'm a I'm a Big Ten faithful, and Michigan. Oof. I mean, I, I think you probably watched more of that game than I did. What are your thoughts on on Harbaugh? So I, Harbaugh's like I missteps watched, at the end. I watched both of these games, and you know they were both fantastic. Which really is more for my argument. Like, give it to us sooner. Give it to us sooner because we had to wait so long, and that's why last week college football playoffs was my moron. But um, this game, like, there was just so much scoring. It was very overwhelming. Like, no defense, but also so much fun. Um, I was live betting it, so it was changing my my mood on who I wanted to win, who I wanted to lose, literally by the second. And then there was a moment betting the over sounded like a good idea. And then as soon as I did it, both teams decided that they weren't going to score. I like this for TCU a lot. Like you, I am a Big Ten gal. I like to see when the Big Ten teams do well. Not as big of a fan of Michigan and Ohio State. Out of all the Big Ten teams, those are probably my two least favorites along with Penn State. But, um, you know, seeing TCU get forgotten about several years ago, seeing the Big 12 get left out of the college football playoff, and seeing all of these stinkers in the semifinals, just total domination of Georgia and Alabama and Clemson, it was nice to see 
TCU put up that fight and really prove that they belong there, even after mm-hmm. they lost their championship game. I'm fully rooting for TCU to win the college football playoff. They were so much fun, had a blast watching that game. And then to the next game moving on where we had Ohio State and Georgia, it was like, well, how can this game possibly top what we just watched? And it did live up to the billing. I think Georgia got a little lucky, though. I think um, I think Ohio mm-hmm. State had had that game won and I think probably should have won that game. But listen, um, both teams I don't feel sorry for because they've both been there before. So um, it was just the way it happened and the way it came down to the final second. I am Eddie Earmuffs for just a moment. I'm just glad we didn't have a Notre Dame team in there. And I don't mean Notre Dame literally, but I just mean a team that gets completely blown out in the summer. Yes. Is what I'm saying. Um, Right. And now the the talk really is, is Harbaugh going to make that jump back to the NFL? This I don't think he should. Yeah. Okay. I I think them losing this game means he'll stay because I think he'll still want to prove things to Michigan. Uh, He has now beat Ohio State two years in a row. So it's like that that's almost bigger than the national championship. But he does say that he really wants to get back to a Super Bowl and win. That is unfortunate. And what you're statistic. referencing is he had a meeting with the Carolina Panthers, correct? I believe so. And last year he decided not to take the Vikings job. The Colts are in a search. A lot of teams are going to be looking for head coaches. We haven't even had our Black Monday yet where all the firings happen, which will be next week. So he is a name that comes up as someone who did have success in the NFL. As we've Panthers seen, fans should be irate because they just let go of Matt Rule, who was a very successful college football coach these caught an urban Meyer we saw what happened with him I feel like if you're gonna hire a coach what we've learned from the last few years maybe stay away from the college guys but and if he, I was a Panthers fan I'd be like okay can we just get one other guy and then we can go back to your college people once you fire that guy and at least it Jim up? Harbaugh has had success in the NFL I if I was Steve Wilkes I'd be pissed because he's done great things with that team that was truly in a tailspin. So I, I do think there's a world where it's like, why aren't you going to hire your interim coach who's proven to be... They never hire the interim coach. They never uh, do. And you know, I feel so you know who I think coaches. might? You know who I think might hire the interim coach? The Colts! I think he's going to have a really hard time admitting that he was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Eddie, you are at the Rose Bowl. Can you come in and give us some highlights? Megan and he I... He had some great seats. Oh, great yeah. It looks gorgeous. The Goodyear blimp was in town. It flew right over my house. I was thrilled to see it. You guys know I'm a big blimp fan. It was um, also here in Orlando, so there are two Goodyear blimps. There's 25 blimps, my uh, nanny told me. 25 blimps. Okay. Eddie, Rose Bowl highlights. It was incredible. I've never, I didn't go to a school that had a big uh, football program, I had a big hockey program, so I was not used to this, like, you know, Utah alumni uh, tailgate party, Penn State alumni tailgate party, the, the free fan fest tailgate party, like, and then obviously just like 
I mean, 80 plus, 90 plus. I think it was 94,000 people in attendance. So just tons of cars in the golf course. Everyone um, tailgating outside, even in like the light, slight rain drizzle going on there. Uh, Beautiful stadium. Old school, obviously, like it's just a giant bowl. I've never been there Mm -hmm. before, but it was awesome. The the, the planes that flew over before the game with the the fireworks. It was just you you got like the chills. You got like goosebumps. Um, I would say it was not 80, 20, but probably 70, 30. Uh, you know, or maybe three fourths Utah fans there. They traveled really well. Yeah, they were they were very very loud. They traveled That's well. Surprising. Um, yeah, no, no one really. Well, you hostile. did say Megan that there's a big Mormon community in Los Angeles, right? No, Las Vegas. Oh, Las Vegas. I messed up. No, we're process. Scientology. We're Scientology out here, baby. Oh. Yeah, we just have that that giant church though over near um, the Century City Mall, that the Mormon mm-hmm. church there. But uh, yeah, they they drove out there. Um, I'm not sure if all Utah Utes fans are Mormon because I did see a lot of them partaking in stuff they're not allowed to. Um, but yeah, it was uh, an incredible experience. The game was great. Uh, I I even felt well the whole changing you know, the turning point was when Cameron Rising got injured, the quarterback of of Utah he's their captain and everything he's a junior and he got hurt and uh that was like okay well the backup comes in had a couple nice throws and then he throws an interception I was like this is the end of the the, the ball game over. here so yeah that kind of took the win out of their sails and then Penn State held on for the uh, to the end uh Sean Clifford their quarterback Penn State he had a great game um Singleton the running back had a huge run like a 90 plus yard run or 87 yard run um so Penn State played really well Utah I think was missing a few guys would have been a better game but still all in all awesome day despite um the rain which is very odd they said it was the first rainy oh. Rose Bowl since 1997 so um for this rain okay i'm not paying taxes to be in rain it's raining outside my window right now it's been raining for like seven days we live in damn seattle i got a baby i heard it's gonna be 45 degrees when we're in vegas this weekend oh well vegas is the desert so it gets real cold there um oh boy 45 my My florida blood is gonna freeze my Purdue Boilermakers, who were in the Verbo Cheese It Citrus Bowl, how many names does it have? Lost to LSU sixty-three to seven. Yeah, it my was husband said Boiler Down. <laughs> oh boy, I tough, um, tough, tough. <laughs> was kind of hoping they would get shut out. Came to the well, point where I was like, you know what? Let's just call it a day, Purdue. And you know what? The tough week continues for my Purdue Boilermakers because the basketball team has finally lost. To Rutgers. It's deja vu. This is what happened last year, except for it was the first game. This this year they had a, a bit of a tenure, so I am proud of them. Um, they have lost to Rutgers men's basketball, and I'm guessing will now no longer be the number one team. I am officially, as of this week, turning the page and diving into college basketball. I watched okay. three games last night. I have just been notified that Northwestern is not bad. Okay. Not bad. I refuse to root for them until they fire Chris Collins. So, or if oh. they make the tournament this year, you know what? I'll, do, I'll jump right on that bandwagon, of course. But I just you want a lot of firings at uh, at Northwestern. Yeah, they should hire me as athletic director. I could just you know clean house. It'll be great. And um, I'm diving full in though to college basketball. I watched Seton Hall last night play against Creighton. Creighton looked very good. I watched the Kansas-Texas Tech game. I'm telling you, Texas Tech is a team that you're going to have to watch out for, especially in March. They are very good. And I fell asleep to, oh, I watched the, what was it, Fresno, New Mexico. New Mexico is a very good team, and they are coached by Richard Pitino, so obviously they're good. They got a little bit of that Pitino magic. 
Megan, I'm so excited to see you this weekend. I can't believe it. I gotta pack, I gotta get it together. I'm I'm getting um, What are we wearing? Do you have do you have stuff picked out? What, what I've got like a I got like a tight le leopard dress. Mm. Um, you know, Vegas, you gotta go all out. I'm going to get my nails done after this, getting some beauty treatments. The Rose Bowl, the game, not the only big thing happening there. Conrad and me, mommy and me, swim class starts Friday at the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center. I am are you doing so excited. The one where you just throw them in? No, but I would. That's a lot. I would throw them in. But no, I think we like take them in and like have fun with each other. I cannot wait. It is outside. It is going to be raining, but that's okay. <laughs> Conrad and I. I some pictures of it. I can't wait. He loves the water. I think he's good. I think he's going to be a swimmer. I do. I got big swimmer aspirations for him. So, Eddie, I'll say hi to the golf course while I'm there. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Happy 2023. Again, our our happiest thoughts and our wellest wishes are with um, Damar Hamlin, his family, and the Bills. And we are just so excited to be seeing you all this weekend and, and for all the fun. I think I'm going to buy a new purse. So if you want to go to the Caesars Forum Mall with me, let's go. Vanderpump Gardens. We'll get a little buzz on. We'll go to the mall. We'll buy some purses. Okay, I could use a nice purse. I actually yeah. am one of the few people that I know that is an adult woman that doesn't own like a nice purse. Yet. Like a oh, Louis mine Vuitton. Are like little, mine yeah. are all like the little Target or Amazon nope. $15 ones. Okay, we're so going maybe shopping. maybe this will we're be my shopping. day where I buy a nice adult Yes, purse. this is so exciting. All right, um, we will see you this weekend and beyond. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye.